everyone, and welcome back to the Crash Couch. We are on episode number nineteen, so we're we're moving on along here through the uh, off season of the Expanse. I'm joined today by my two. Uh, well, I don't know if uh, they're both co-pilots or not. I know Lou is my co-pilot. I don't know what Andrea is yet. Uh, Lou, how are you? I am doing great. Perfect. And Andrea, I'm at the controls. I'm, I'm I'm running things pretty well here, so we're not going to crash into anything. Let's hope not. Andrea, how are you? I'm pretty good, and I must say, I do run this ship, okay? Mm. <laughs> I'll oh, fight man. you for it. <laughs> hey, 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 you know, only one of the three of us has a pilot's license, I believe, so... Yeah, he has a point. That's Don't not, fight me, yeah. guys. <laughs> I'll be the engineer. You guys need me. <laughs> so it's been a little over a month now since uh, we did our last recording. Um, how both of you been it gotten in it gotten into anything interesting well i, I know andrea has so i'm just going to ignore yeah, i'm her not going to say a word because andrea's <laughs> going to steal it all and let her talk so i, I haven't done anything interesting expanse wise well, well neither have i uh unfortunately um but andrea has some really fun things that uh we can talk about shortly but first we have a little bit of uh, a little bit of a show update for everyone actually we have a few show updates more than usual so uh, first, we are now on Google Play. Uh, I went ahead and signed us up for that. Um, so if you are a person that likes to use Google Play as your uh, podcasting app of choice, uh, you can go in there and search for Crash Couch and then go down to the podcast section and we will be there. So be sure to subscribe and let me know if you have any kind of issues or something doing that because I don't use Google Play. I used to and it just kind of got a little too much for me but um, it should be all fine for that. So we're on Google Play. Also if you follow us on Twitter or see uh, the um, logo for the podcast feed you'll notice that we have a new logo. So thanks to Ian uh, to do uh, for that. He is the one that does the uh, uh, production for um, our Echo Base and Random Chatter shows uh, and Cordcast as well. Um, so thanks to Ian for that. And also, this is what I'm most excited for. The three of us are going to be in New York the weekend of New York Comic Con. Yay! <laughs> and two of us, that being me and Lou, are actually going to the convention. Andrea is not. Yeah. Hey, oh, sorry. I'll be outside. <laughs> I, I thought I had mute. Uh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. My, my bad. I'll be outside um, crying. <laughs> uh, so if you are going to New York Comic Con, um, let us know and we can uh, have a little uh, meet up. Or if you know you're in the area, um, still let us know because you can go hang out with Andrea outside of the oh, con. <laughs> Keep me company. <laughs> Uh, in all seriousness, though, we are going to try to possibly have some kind of like meetup of some kind um, during that week. And I don't know. We don't have any details yet, obviously, because it's only August. But um, we'll have that, you know, out at some point in the future. Probably, I'd say on our Twitter, you know, whenever we have some kind of uh, some kind of thing. So just be on the lookout for that. Uh, but that is all of the uh, show updates that I have. Do you guys have anything else show-related you want to say, or do you just want to go right into our discussion? Let's get right into it. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to start off with the most important one first. 
because you know that she's probably jumping at the bit to talk about it. Uh, Andrea, why don't you tell everyone uh, who may be unaware? I think we should save that for the end. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> Do you I, I really want to keep all no, this I energy wanna hear I have too. stored up? I want to hear <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you you took a little uh, a little jaunt recently, didn't you? A little trip. That's what you can call it. Nothing right. too special. And where exactly did you go? I went to the set of the Expanse. Oh. Um, <sighs> yes, it was fun. <laughs> well, you got to tell us all about it now. Well, yeah, obviously I, there are some things yeah. you can't say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when she just plays it up. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there is. Um, a lot I can't say until um, season three begins, but overall, um, the trip was really unforgettable. Um, it was very nice to meet um, some of the cast members. Um, I met Steven, um, Shoray, Terry, Wes, and I also met um, Alex, but we didn't meet him on set. We met him at the Blue Jays game, which I was invited to on the Sunday when um, during that whole entire weekend of the Expanse. Um, outside of the cast, which was fantastic, friendly, um, welcoming, um, a, a big shout out needs to be given to the cast, not the cast, the crew members, um, because they were there for the majority of the time that we were there. And they treated us like family. They showed us around. Um, and it just gives, it, it gave me a little bit of a better perspective of why the show is so successful. Um, the love and the dynamic that they do share with one another. Um does follow within every single episode, and it was just really nice to be part of it for a whole entire day. I'm so jealous. I am so, so jealous. I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> this is Andrea's show. See, I co-pilot. Uh, no, I, 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 feel, I feel so, so sad now that I didn't get to go and do that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it got to the point where um, Shoray was so excited that we were there that people had to tell her to be quiet (laughs) (laughs) because they were trying to practice another scene. Um, But no, everybody was so excited to have us there. um, And I'm really excited for what's to come. And honestly, everybody better get ready because it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, that is uh, that. That's what I've been reading lately. Because uh, they had the uh, San Diego Comic Con panel, and I mm. didn't watch the actual panel, but I did see, uh, I did read some highlights from it. And people are talking about how it's going to be really action packed and uh, leading to war. And given that I don't know anything about the book that it's based on, because I've not read it, <laughs> uh, I'm very interested to see no comment what happens. <laughs> Well, it was in the panel they had said that um, season one is showing us the different sides. There's the Belter, the the Martians, and also um, Earth. And then season two is picking a side, where do you belong and where you fit in. And then season three is going to be a war. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited just to see how everything comes together or comes apart. Mm. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <clears throat> We'll just have to see what happens, I guess. I do have one question for you. Um, did you have like a like a um, kind of like a, a chills down your spine moment 
whenever like you were walking on the the, the physical set because I know you got to be on like the Rosie set and um, probably a couple of other places as well because I know for me like when I went to Star Wars Celebration for the first time and you know I was not anywhere near sets obviously but I, I was just in like the atmosphere kind of like overwhelmed me and it almost like made me start crying and I feel like if I was on the set of the show I would probably start crying <laughs> Well, it was very interesting because during the time that I was visiting, I was touching everything that I was allowed to touch. Um, <laughs> and I was going up and down ladders and seeing everything. It, it, I was composed. But it was at that moment where we sat down and we were eating lunch and I was reeling it all in and thinking about it where I became very emotional. And it, it just really hit me hard because it's something that, you know, I never expected to be stepping onto something that I really love and care about so much. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, there are pictures that I have yet to post. Um, Things got a little bit <laughs> wild in terms of the photo shoots. It was uh -oh. really funny. It wasn't anything bad, but it was just very hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever post them, but if you ask Kaylin and Shannon, I mean, they'll, they'll tell you it was a really fun time on set. Yeah, people should really follow your Twitter and your Instagram because that's where you posted some of the interesting shots. Yes. And I'll probably be posting some more. I just don't want to bombard people and get hate. <laughs> or yeah, and, and make those your uh, co-host jealous. Yes, exactly. I don't want to be thrown out of the air. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you should probably watch out because Lou might space you. I was just going to say that. I just didn't want to give him the idea again. I, I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, get your no, hand I'm... out of that red button. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Andrew, no, did, did you get to see an airlock up close when you were there? Did you get to, and did you think of me? Yes. Okay. Well, I thought about you guys, but, um, I don't know. I can't say much. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. That's what, that's what is important here. I had a fantastic time. I'm, I, I, I would have been a little disappointed to not be able to meet uh, Dominique because she was not there for filming. If I'm, uh, um, no, she wasn't there, and neither was Alex. It was really funny because Frankie was there, um, but we didn't want to bother her. She was in between scenes um, when we didn't we didn't really want to just distract her while she was um, taking a break. But she was there. Um, but the nice thing was, I gave the crew some paintings um, with their names on them mm -hmm. um, and for Shore, uh, Frankie and Dominique I gave them the um, solar system bracelets and Dominique actually tweeted about how she loved it and um, it was very nice to to see that response and that she wished she was there on set when I was there so it was nice it was nice to feel that love from her too even though we didn't meet mm -hmm. well that's cool that's really cool again I'm, I'm so jealous but uh, like I said I'm glad you were able to go and you had a good time and uh, you didn't die I didn't no you know that that could be a very uh, running theme on the uh, expanse show yes I, I didn't get um, 
I didn't get proto molecule on me, nothing at all. Yeah, I was going to say, did you shower when you left the set just to make sure and, you know. <laughs> Proper precautions were taken. <laughs> nothing was carried out of the set. <laughs> she had to wear a little bunny suit, you know. And was little, yes. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's great. That now, great. now the question I have for you is: Is did you get to like you know get like a, a a crew hat or something or you know something that's like not available for sale for the public? Just something kind of. <laughs> um. No, I think the experience was the biggest gift I could have gotten. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go all cheesy here. <laughs> <laughs> the cliche answer. Yes. <laughs> No, I, I, I like, like Chris. I am super jealous and super excited for you because that's just a really awesome experience. It was a lot of fun, and I appreciated everybody that took their time to come and say hello. And um, it was very nice because we found out that they had won an award um, while we were on set. So everybody was screaming and yelling, and everybody was so excited. So it was nice to be there to experience that too. Oh yeah, didn't they win uh, the uh, Hugo Award? Yep. Yep. That's the one. Uh, it was for the uh, um, final episode of season one, correct? Yes. Leviathan Weeks? Yep. Yeah. I thought so. so well, that that's a good exciting. episode. Although, it's, I, I can't remember who tweeted it. Uh, it was either one of the cast members or maybe one of the crew, but they were like, if we won an award for season one, just imagine what could happen for season two because oh, yeah. you know the, the game gets uh, stepped up a little bit. In season two. Big time. Well, um, Andrea, is there anything else you want to say before we move on about your uh, no. your trip? I think I, I said the most important thing is um, brace yourselves because it's going to be a fun one. Well, we did get some uh, news um, since our last recording. Uh, in fact, uh, San Diego Comic-Con brought most of this stuff. Um, we did have some casting news to talk about. Elizabeth Mitchell uh, is joining the cast, and they haven't announced her role. And it was speculated by the uh, by the article I read who it was. Again, I have no idea. I'm not going to say it here just because we want to be as, as spoiler-free as possible for people who have not read the books. Because um, I like when things are surprised or when uh, things... Uh, aren't revealed to me yet. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> what does that um, mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just warning you. I don't want to uh, be. I don't want to get anything. Like that's why I didn't watch the panel because I don't want to have any kind of like. Like I'll watch trailers, but I don't want any kind of like, you know, expectations of what to, uh, of of what to uh, get in my head before the next season. Okay, so so Chris, if there's a expanse panel at New York Comic Con, you're not going to go. Oh, I will go. <laughs> you, know, I, you know what? I think I may just help reinforce it, Chris. No, you can't go. Just you no, know, go see somebody else. My My Little Pony's down the street, so you know, go see that because you don't want to get spoiled by you know the panel I, I showing this new stuff for person, season three. But I'm not going to go out of my way to uh, to see. Something. Yeah, no, I, I think it's good policy not to say what the speculation was in the articles, but. Um, I mean, I think Elizabeth Mitchell is going to be a great addition. I I, I loved her in Lost. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you about she's that. She's just a great. Too. I mean, I think she's a great actress. She's very subtle, but she's very commanding when she's when she's got a role. So, um, I'm excited about her joining the cast. Andrea, and, do and you, if the uh, and if the I'm oh, sorry, I was just, and if the speculation what they're saying is true, I think she'll play that role really, really well. 
Andrea, are you familiar with uh, this actress? Yes, I I did watch Lost, and she was also in Once Upon a Time, so I'm very familiar with her. And it's very nice because I don't know if you guys read about the description of the character that she's going to be playing. Um, it's not no spoilers, but um, it says that she's a character that brings a new spiritual perspective to the series. Um, so I'm really excited to see what she's going to offer for the show. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I did obviously see the name in this article, and I didn't like research who the character was or anything aside from what what it said. But it it did seem like something that's uh, interesting. I don't I don't want to say anything else just because, again, spoiler free. We also did get another uh, cast member, and unfortunately, I don't know how to pronounce the guy's last name, so I'm gonna leave it up to one of you guys. Strathairn. Strathairn. Yeah, I saw I saw an interview. So if the interviewee was wrong, then I'm sorry. Don't come at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's David Strathairn uh, has joined the cast, and they did not reveal his role like at all. Um, apparently, Sci-Fi is keeping this pretty under wraps, um, based on what I've seen. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys can have some more informed speculation, but um, he must be important enough if they want to, you know, keep it a mm-hmm. secret for now. Uh, he was previously in uh, Good Night and Good Luck, and also the sci-fi show Alphas, which I've not seen either of those. So I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> I saw Alphas. I didn't see Good Night and Good Luck. Um, he's, uh, you know, I think most most people have seen him and stuff. He's He's always seems to be around, but... You know, you can't really say what he's done, like leading role type stuff. So, mm-hmm. yes, I don't know too much about him, um, but I'm excited. He looks like a badass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on yeah, Alpha, he played kind of the, the 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 wimpy guy who was kind of running the whole thing, but he got a backbone as the series went along, and you know, came into his own as a character, which I thought was great. And uh, no, I think he can do. He's got a pretty versatile role, so he can be. Um, you know, able to take on good stuff or, you know, just kind of be a background player. But if he's being kept under wraps, I imagine he's probably going to be, you know, somebody important as we go forward. Yeah, the article yeah. did say it was a recurring role. So um, I'm sure it's something that we'll see quite a bit of him on screen. Hopefully he won't die. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hopefully he's not a character that I get really attached to and then they kill him off. Because I You're still bitter about that, that, aren't you? I'm very bitter. Yes. <laughs> very, very bitter. That's okay. <sighs> but what can you do? What can you do? All right, so next up, uh, so obviously San Diego Comic-Con um, didn't give us like a lot of major news, uh, but one of the cool things that it did have there uh, in, terms of, in terms of interactivity was an escape room for the Expanse. Now, have you guys ever done an escape room? Because I haven't. Oh, yes, and they're the most amazing things ever. I have not, but I've wanted to. Yeah, I, I have to. Um, New York, guys! Let's do it! We should! <laughs> Can we actually? Don't get my hopes up here! Well, you know, we should just tell them to bring the escape room from this uh, to New York. Because, why not? That would be awesome. Well, I mean, evidently Andrea's got ins now, so maybe she can yeah. pull some strings. <laughs> I can bag them. 
Um, so yeah, this was apparently, from what I read, it was a pretty popular thing. Um, unfortunately there's, you know, not a lot of, you know, details that we can say about it given that, um, you know, we weren't there unless you guys went and aren't telling me something. (laughs) Sorry, Chris, I kind (laughs) of lied. (laughs) No, (laughs) I wasn't there, unfortunately. Um, but there is, uh, actually one of, uh, our, uh, former, um, random chatter, uh, host Lindsay has her website that she um, does her uh, stuff on with like conventions and nerd stuff. And she went to New York Comic Con, or not New York, San Diego Comic Con, did the, the escape room and did a write up about it. And it's a pretty like detailed um, thing. So it, it based on this write up, it seems like it was a, a neat little thing to do. Uh, she says that at the end, uh, when you get through it, uh, that you were given a bag of uh, of some goodies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and a cool, she said, a cool photo op and a chance to look at some props from the series, which I'm very jealous of. Sweet. Yeah. Been there, done that with props. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just you be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I would love for this to show up at New York. It would be just great i would like stand in line i don't care how long i would have to stand in line for it i would do it but well, I, if that I doesn't materialize we will definitely look at doing an escape room in new york while we're there i think that'd be a lot of fun for us yes definitely oh my gosh, yes okay i'm happy now <laughs> um, <laughs> um i don't know if you guys follow um dominique on instagram but she was posting the whole entire experience during the escape room and it was so funny the way that she would um, should talk the other um, team that was there. It was hilarious. Um, it was something that you guys needed to watch for sure. I do follow her on there, but I don't remember the videos. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, it, it was great. And apparently she was the one that assumed control of the whole entire team and got them out of there. So she embodied her <laughs> Naomi nice. um, in order to get out of there and escape. <clears throat> I will put a link to this write-up that Lindsay did in the uh, show notes for people who are interested in uh, finding out more about it. So, uh, moving on, uh, just this is a little tidbit. If you are a UK listener, you can now watch, or soon, <laughs> watch The Expanse uh, on your Netflix account. Um, season 2, that is, starting September 8th. I really wish that US Netflix had The Expanse. It's Canadians also suffer. Yeah, what 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 is it on for you, Andrea? A DVD. Really? That's it. There's well, like no streaming options. Well, um, I think the Amazon. Um, but normally, I just I'd rather buy it than stream it anywhere else. Um, so I haven't looked at any other options. Yeah, I should probably buy season two at some point. Um. I don't. I I own a digital version of season one, um, but I actually want the physical copy of season two, uh, just for the, you know, the fact that I love to own physical copies of things. Yes, yes, me too. I actually bought the first season for my parents, and they went. They they honestly went through it in three days, and now they're in the second season. So it, it's they are loving it too. So I'm really happy that I bought it for them. Well, the most important question to come from that is, do they listen to the podcast? 
Um, my mom doesn't speak that much English, so <laughs> oh, she would okay. understand anything. But um, my dad does listen once okay. in a while. So be nice. Well, you, you know you could translate mom. <laughs> I have no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have her listen to one, and then let's see if she understands. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, I, I cannot speak any other language except, except for English. I tried in school, but... Trust me, it did not work out well. <laughs> <laughs> and that includes the uh, Peltro language, too. Come I'm, on. I'm really bad at that. And you, you want to be Belter and can't even speak the language. I know, I know, I know. Oh, well. <laughs> now, Lou, I'm going to uh, throw this next news topic to you because I feel like this is right up your alley. Oh, I, I feel unprepared. <laughs> well, you, see, this is, this is why you should be prepared because you never know when I'm going to throw you on the spot. That's true. Oh, okay, well, I'll go ahead and just do the headline and you can do the details. How does that sound? Sure, bring it on. Okay, so we are getting a tabletop RPG game for The Expanse from uh, Green Ronin Publishing. Now, I've never heard of any of these uh, publishing companies. So, Lou, are you, are you familiar with this name at all? I, or I have not. No, I've never, never heard of the company before. Um, but, I mean, it sounds like a pretty cool concept. I mean, they, they've got an Expanse tabletop game coming out that was in the works before the books were even being done, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the quote we have here is, the Expanse began, sorry, began as a gaming concept nearly two decades ago. And I'm thinking... Okay, how long has it been since I read the book the first time? <laughs> I was like, wait, let me back. No, that's before that. Um, it, it was played as a homebrew RPG game for years before becoming a book series, says Ty Frank. Uh, to have Green Ronin take the universe the expanse back to its roots is very exciting. I've loved the game adaptations uh, of other works in our library. I couldn't be happy to be partnering with them in this project. So, you know, having an RPG based around the expanse universe, to me, seems really cool. I mean... You know, doing an RPG gives you that feeling of being in world or in universe in this case, and playing your favorite character and being part of it and developing your own stories and talking about things. I mean, that that to me is is like the ultimate in in kind of expanding <laughs> expanding the expanse uh, <laughs> for, for, for your own enjoyment. I mean, role playing games can be some of the most fun a group of friends can have in a particular genre right i mean are you guys playing uh, or have you guys played role-playing games in the past yep i okay. have not because i don't have friends <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and, and that is trouble with a lot of games i mean i'm in an area now where i don't have a lot of friends that are into these kind of games anymore myself and i struggle to, to find people to play x-wing with me and and, and other stuff and it's just i wish i could play more because they are so much fun to get into and in you know, the little I've done with the, with the Star Wars role playing stuff from Fantasy Flight Games recently has been just amazing because you know now you get to be a character in the universe you've you know seen on movies and, and dreamt about since you were a kid, and and this is kind of the same thing. I mean, not as old, of course, but you know who wouldn't want to become a character in the Expanse in your own little story and go exactly. From there? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you craft your character, you craft your backstory. And to me, you know, that's half the fun of being a role-playing game is creating your own character and doing the whole backstory thing and, and, and giving yourself a, a reason for why you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, this stuff just sounds amazing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I haven't clicked on the link yet for this, actually. I want to... You know, it's just the press release. Yeah, but it sounds sounds really amazing. Um, yeah, I'm curious. So say if this it's... is going to be out oh, says, uh, in August of 2018. Yes. So a year from now, we'll see this coming out. Uh, this is a really good adventure game engine. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know much about their system for how they do the role-playing game, but it sounds like it's based on the existing system they've got out there. Mm-hmm. So it's not brand new, and, and you know those kind of things are usually better if they're based on something they've done before. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the mechanics of how you do a role-playing game are important to make sure the gameplay is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about these guys. I know the stuff in FFG is based around more around story content than around the actual uh, you know, rolling of dice or, or that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, I'm curious if this is going to be something more along the lines of uh, like the Star Wars stuff, which you know has ships and models and, and whatnot, or if it's like a pen and paper type thing, like old school. I, I would probably... I imagine it's probably towards. pen and paper, and and that's kind of how the FFG stuff is too. It's pen and paper based, but they've got a unique mechanic for how their characters develop throughout the different um, versions of their of their game. They had um, in the Star Wars universe, you either had duty or you had uh, obligations to different things. Like in the first, I think it was the first series, your character would have obligations, and if you're on the seedier side of life, and you had an obligation to pay off. Um, you know, a, a bounty hunter or something, or, or a crime lord, that thing would overbear in your character the whole time you're in the role-playing game. So in the back of your mind, that's always weighing on you. And and this, to me, sounds like it's going to be the same kind of thing. You're not going to have ships and tokens and stuff to play like X-Wing or something like that, but you're going to mm-hmm. have your character developed on paper in front of you, mm-hmm. and only you know, you know what your backstory is maybe or some of the secrets you're hiding and that helps craft the story. Well, hopefully, uh, by the time this comes out in a year, I will be in a place where I have friends that will want to play oh this Oh, my with God. Me. <laughs> well, you know, and if not, I mean, we talked about doing this on our Star Wars stuff, too. But we, you know, we can hopefully get a group together and do a session, whether we do it weekly or monthly or what have you. Mm-hmm. We could do a you know, two-hour session and record a Skype call and, and, and have this take place we'd yeah. need to have somebody run it a game master run it for us and and play this but i think it'd be a lot of fun for us to do that mm-hmm. i'm up for it cool so we can keep cool. chris company since he doesn't have any friends <laughs> that's right chris you'll have virtual friends online now, yeah so. hey all i need is, are you guys and i'm, I'm Aww, Aww. Look at him. <laughs> okay you can be our captain yeah you I'll can be stay the <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a, that's a good sign <laughs> So last but not least, um, the fourth issue, and I think the final one, unless they decide to continue it, of the Expanse Origins comic book was released, this time featuring Amos. Now, I have some thoughts on this. Uh, what do you guys think? I'm, I'm going to let you go first. As the captain, I will I will be honorable. Then I'll throw it to the engineer let her go first. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, so... I thought it was very dark. Um, I had read uh, um, his background, but I thought it was weird and dark, and it wasn't my favorite. Um, but it's very nice for people who don't know the background um, of Amos to just see 
what's happening through his life and a little bit of um, just him growing up. But it's just, I don't know, the delivery was very strange for me, although it made sense at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it gave us as much story as some of the other ones have, though. Yeah, no. I was, I was going to say you the know, same it, thing. It, it, you know, I'm, I'm reading through it, and I'm just, I'm like, okay, what, 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 when's something going to happen here? And it, mm-hmm. I kind of got the gist of it by the end, but I'm like, well, that was a really long-winded story just to give us that one little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really wanted more. I mean, this was probably the one I was looking forward to the most because I, I love Amos's character, and I really wanted to kind of know more about you know, his motivations, how he got to where he is, and, and why he's doing some of the things he's doing. And this seemed like a very eh, skimming the surface story and not really giving us anything really about him. Yeah, and I think that the reason why I, I understood it a little bit better than for like for somebody that hasn't um, read anything about his background um, is because I know about it. And right. it, it, things make sense to me. Um but yes, for somebody on the outside looking in, it's just like, what did I just read? <laughs> yeah, but e- even even knowing the backstory, though, you, you got done with it, and you're like, okay, it makes sense knowing who Amos is, but gosh, I wanted more. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I mean, the whole concept of this Origins comic, to me, I wanted more of an origin story. I, mean, I wanted more about the character and, and some of the things we've kind of got hintings of in the books or... You know, outright, you know, details of in the books. I, I want to know more about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on board where with Yulu. Um, it, it felt like I was getting a a piece of the puzzle, which you know that that is really what the comics are supposed to be. Like they're just one single shot stories. It's not like a series. Um, and again, you know, I, I assume, and I you can correct me if I'm wrong, but. His story has been explored in not only the books, but maybe the novellas, too? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I don't know, it was just, it was not bad. It's just, it's weird to to read it and not know kind of what's going on, if that makes sense. Um, Like, the the full picture, I guess you could say. Um, But I, I I did like the idea of... Amos, because I mean, you would never expect Amos to be in like a game show setting, regardless of whether or not it's like a dream or otherwise. But um, it was it, just to see him in a, in a different kind of environment than what are what it's used to <laughs> was was yeah. interesting. It, it, and it makes sense to have him in that type of a, of a game show setting. You know, a little more violent than <laughs> than you would picture on TV, but it, it fits in with his psyche and it fits his, um, you know, subconscious coming forth. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But yeah, I, I guess I, I have to say, as a whole, the origins comics have kind of let me down a little bit because I wanted more of a story. I just didn't seem like we got much in, in all four of the books. Yeah, I, I can see I can see that, I guess. I mean, um, I, I don't want to be a downer for it, but I just wasn't that impressed with them. No, I feel like looking at all the ones that were um, published, I feel like Alex is the only one that really stands out the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Naomi is, and then 
Holden and then Amos and then that's it. I mean, that's my ranking of them. Um, I just, I don't know. Something left to be desired, I guess. Mm-hmm. I will say that I thought the art had improved um, yes. in this one. And the writing itself is not bad at all. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I guess it's just like the, again, it's not that the, these are bad per se. It's just like they're they're short. I think that's the general consensus we can say is that they're um may, maybe they're they're just too uh, focused in on like one slice which you know maybe that's the point too um you know we're probably used to comics that are that tell a larger story and they're part of arcs and you know and it, one issue might be you know seem rather condensed but when you put it with the entire thing you know it it works better um and maybe that's really what this needed but you know, I, I guess you could say, just to play devil's advocate here, that's really not the point of these. It's just to tell single shot, focused stories. Mm-hmm. I will say, there's this one part um, where the game show host says uh, they're talking about um, a train. He puts the Amos in a situation where uh, there is a train and the brakes fail, and you can either go and hit. Um, five people on the track that are sitting there, or you can switch tracks and hit one person. Um, however, you also have the third option of standing on a bridge above the tracks and pushing a person that's in front of you off of the track or off of the bridge to hit the train and save the other people. Um, and uh, the, the guy says, now you can push this person down and derail the train, thereby saving five people's lives. It still sacrifices one to save five, but now it's murder. What do you do? It has a few panels of Amos thinking. And then uh, he says, depends who's on the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that is that is like classic Amos right there. Yes. But overall, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's good stories. I, I would say I would recommend them recommend people read them if you haven't yet just because i i think it's important um but in the long run it's a little disappointing again not for the content itself but just the fact that they're so focused and they're pretty short but oh well maybe maybe we'll get like an actual expanse series at some point like a full-fledged Miniseries I'd of be some I'd be happy with that because that would give us more details and, yeah. and you know I I love the stories I'd love to see more of it in a in a visual format mm-hmm. and it would get uh, give um, uh, Georgia and Hallie who wrote these um, more exposure for themselves mm-hmm. mm. which would also be good well um, that's all that I have about this episode unless you guys have something else that you know you want to want to bring up um not really there's i don't know how much else we can say about san diego comic-con um andrea did you watch the panel yeah i did was was there anything in there interesting that was you know worth discussing or, or was it general like pr talk like, oh yeah, um, this is going to be a great season. <laughs> I think one of the things that's um, 
was very important was when Stephen was talking about um, Holden's evolution. Um, it's something that a lot of people have been very frustrated about. Just he's not the most liked character right now, and I don't understand why. Um, people don't understand a lot of why he makes the decisions that he does. So it was nice to hear Steven's perspective on what's happening um, inside of Holden. Um, and it was nice to see how much research Steven has done to develop the character and where he's going to end up in season three. So I'm really excited to see how um, Holden grows because of the betrayals, because of everything that happened at the end of season two. Why would people not like his character? You know what? I don't have a clue. Um, we, we might need to have Shannon in this conversation so she can explain <laughs> a little bit more. But um, a lot of people are mostly in for um, the other group members of the crew. Um, but I just feel like not a lot of people understand um, Holden if they haven't read the books. The books give a lot of more internal aspects of Holden um, that are hard mm -hmm. to portray in the show because it's all looking at the um, external factors or exter external actions that he does. We don't see what's going on in his mind. Um, so it's very hard to display or focus on that. Man, I just, again, as someone who has not read the books, I don't see how people could not like Holden. I mean, Maybe at I, okay, I can see maybe at the at the start of the series, but like especially this season, I I think he really like developed and and has evolved into a very, I mean he's he may not always make the best decisions, but you can kind of tell that his heart is at least trying to be in the right place, and he's just he's trying to do what's best for himself and his crew and and the people that he cares about because. I, I would assume that he doesn't want to, you know, lose anybody. <laughs> no, and, and that's true. And I feel like one of the things that is hard for some viewers, and I'm not saying that everybody has the same feelings about it, but some viewers think that because he is one of the main characters, that all his decisions should be right um, and should be the ones that lead, for example, to victory and, and stuff like that, The the just the ideal character but he's not and he's more human than a lot of other characters um, and those internal conflicts are very um, prevalent and important to him so it's 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 something that I feel like people need to give him a little bit more of a chance to explore mm -hmm. it, it, it's funny to hear Chris say because Chris is getting a lot of the stuff that I think we as readers of the books already got um mm -hmm. and, and i think a lot of people that watch the show like you said Andrea, don't get that from from watching it and and i think that you know i am closer to understanding his motivations more than someone who hasn't read the books and it's interesting to hear chris is almost on the same page we are which is which is great another point for chris <laughs> despite him not reading the books you know, exactly which, I, I was almost going to go hope so without talking about that, Chris, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I, I just don't get why people are expecting the expanse and the main character, the quote unquote main character of it to be just a stereotypical, uh, 
sci-fi hero because mm-hmm. the experience mm. is not stereotypical sci-fi and that's what makes it so brilliant is that it's it's different from it, it it's real to us because it, it's set in our universe and involves you know concepts that we can uh, as as humans understand um despite it being in the future and but it's also it's also just sci-fi enough to where you know we can kind of take ourselves out of this world and put ourselves in that one and again it's not the same thing that you see even like in Star Wars where it's good versus evil and the good side wins in the end yeah i mean mm-hmm. i i think we've said it in past episodes um that you know there really isn't a good side and a bad side in the expanse. Everyone kind of has their own reasons for fighting and, and for believing what they do. And, and some might be, you know, more wrong than others, but you know, you can kind of say that to everyone. No one, no and one I mean, is perfect. Yeah. And, and you, you just um, touched up on it is nobody side is the right side. Uh, you can choose your side. And for example, season two ended with Naomi making a huge decision. Her decision is justified through her eyes. Um, and the, the important thing is that a lot of people are not angry at Naomi for her decision. They're more angry that she lied to her crew, to her family. Um, and, and that's the nice thing is that mm. although there are sides, we're in limbo and we don't know which side is the right one. And maybe there isn't one. Um, so that's that. I like that about the show. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully uh, season three will do more for the Holden haters. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> And with every one of these off-season shows we do, we're a month closer to season three. Oh, I know. Woohoo! I'm so excited. I I will be awaiting the uh, the, the press email of "Hey, press press review of uh, the Expanse is up" because <laughs> there you go. Yep, uh, that means. Well, you know, it, and there's two ways to look at this, Chris. You can say, you know, oh, it's seven months away, or hey, it's only seven months away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Well, you know, we haven't got an official date of when it'll start. True. But hopefully it'll be around, what, February is what it was last year or so. Or this past season. So, oh well. So, something to look forward to. But, you know, then we'll have the Olympics going on. and Yeah. Who cares about those? Give me the Expanse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We should have an Expanse Olympics. Ooh. You would lose. <laughs> Not if there's an event for spacing. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Lou, Lou might take home uh, the gold in that. Or at least uh or at least medal. I mean, yeah, I think I get at least medal in that, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the Crash Couch. Uh I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Hopefully we'll have something exciting. That will make our Maybe listeners... a special guest. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. We, we just might. That, that's not a hint. It just, it just <laughs> no, no, it's just wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have any inside information. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> 
So uh, just keep on the keep on lookout for our Twitter and uh, you know interact with us. Tell us something about the expanse that you love or or whatever. Um, you can also uh, reach out to us by email. Our email is crashcouch at randomchatter.com. So uh, let us know what we think of the show and uh, anything we talked about on this episode. And, of course, you can reach out to us online in other ways, too. We are on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Random Chatter Network is the way to find us there. We're also on Twitter. You can find us at Crash Couch. You can find us at Random Chatter. You can find me on Twitter. I'm just my name. It's at Lou Secchi. That's L-O-U-S-E-C-K-I. Uh, Chris, where are you on Twitter? I'm at The Curse of Chris. And Andrea, where are you? I'm at Cats Bears, and Cats is with a K. And for the Canadians, it's a Z or <laughs> or a Z for the Americans. The proper way, right? No. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think I will ever not give you hell for that. Just because. Whatever. Just because we we are two Americans here and one Canadian, and we outnumber you. Yeah, but you see, I I, I kind of got to side with her because I've done work in Canada for a company <sighs> before, and I've done work in Australia, and they both use Z as Z, so. Chris, I'm, you can't okay beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's sad because when I was in high school, I took French class, and C in French is Z, so, yeah. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> um, you can also spread the word, um, leave reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, and also Google Play. And most importantly, tell your friends about us. We'd love to hear from you and any other suggestions of what we should talk about and discuss on the podcast. And a big thank you to uh, all the people who have left reviews for us on iTunes so far. Um, I know I kind of made a push um, recently on Twitter for people to leave reviews for us. And we graciously had some folks uh, uh, leave us some feedback there and and some ratings and uh, hopefully everything is five stars or at least four I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll take three but I'm, I'm aiming for four or five uh, one because he didn't read the book <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also a, a special thank you to uh, Ty and Daniel who retweeted that tweet um, for us so that got us a little bit of exposure as well finally the music you hear in the podcast is welcome to the end by Selzweller. That that's my next project is is making a new intro and outro for us. I, I better get on that before I uh, before the season three starts. <laughs> but I, I have some time, so we'll see. All right, well, uh, you guys, thanks for uh, listening. Um, we'll be back next month with uh, some kind of episode. So until then, take care. 